Welcome to podcast 141 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod we'll have the usual save updates. We'll be talking about the weekend's streamer showdown, but before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Uh, we'll go around in a random order as per usual. David, welcome. Thanks Matt, hello everyone. Hello. Hello. Mr. Dupe, hello. Hello Matt. Hello. Subdued there. You okay? <laughs> Yeah. Need a hug. No, no. I just read a, a lovely pod, uh, a lovely blog on how you should do football manager podcasts. I'm just taking a leaf out of that, Matt. Brilliant. Hello, Matt. I didn't. <laughs> Herbals. Hello. Hello. That was loud. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, it's subdued, loud. Can't fucking win on this. <laughs> Send me that link, deep. I'll have a read. Welcome to Five Star Potential Podcast. There, uh, Herb. Never win in this place, mate. I'm just going to edit that a bit out. Brilliant. <laughs> Joseph, hello. Hello and hello to all the listeners. I've read the blog Lovely. as well. Excellent. <laughs> Fox Dizzle. I, I, we're having to replace some certain member. You can guess who. Um, so I've inserted that. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm great. Uh, and I haven't read, the, read, read this blog thing. There we go. Probably messed, a good job. Up. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And, By the way. And drowning us off, Benjamin. Good to Welcome. see you. Yeah, I don't read any blogs. So, well, I don't know where to yes. start now, you know? Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> other, other than WeStream, WeStreamFM.com, where you can find the latest and greatest in Football Magic content. That's good. Good ad. I love that. Can we keep that you one? You can yeah. use that one. Yeah. Brilliant. Cheers. Let's start with some save updates then. This is going to be a bumper thing, so keep them short because there's a lot of us here. Uh, Foxy, we'll start off with yours. Uh, Inter Berlin, brand new. Hi, yes. I say brand new. You've been streaming it for a week and you're already about eight seasons in. Uh, two, to be specific. Have you taken your Ritalin this week? What's that? It, it's what you take for ADHD. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. We've been uh, we've been, we've been, been going pretty fast, to be fair. Um, so we had a Reading save, which had been quite successful, but it kind of it was a weird ending on the Reading save, um, which would lead me into the Berlin save. We had a German striker called uh, Christian Bolzer, born in Berlin, and during season 10, he um, had five spates of going missing through being caught out nightclubbing and alcoholing at the pub. Um, <laughs> genuinely, five spates of it over the season. One of them was straight after I said to him, he wasn't scoring goals. And I said, we're going to give you a two week rest because you know, you're know you not scoring. He said, no, I don't want to do that. And I said, okay, one week. And he said, fine, that's okay. And then literally the next day was out caught out clubbing and didn't turn up to the match. Um, so he took it quite literally. Um, so we finished season 10 with a Champions League win and a Premier League win and decided, what do we do next? And the stream generally wanted a lower league save, something similar to the old Casapia days. Um, and it was Holland or Germany were the two that were thrown forward. Uh, we were Germany, but the problem with Germany and lower league is there's a lot of politi- politics involved and we wanted something completely politics free. Um, I didn't want to have to get people coming and go, oh, you know, these are these are this way inclined and these are that way. And I just, I just didn't want any of that. Uh, and we bumped across into Berlin, who happened to be in the non-leagues of Germany right now. So one below tier five, which is the first semi-pro league. And um, I had a database, funny enough, which had them in it because it was a little bit out of date with the bottom tier. Um, so we loaded it up and had a look at them and generally, you know, £700 in the bank. Uh, badge was had the racism logo on it and, and stuff like that and the note of racism. And we looked at the history and they're a club that are an amateur sports club for football with grassroots football. No academies, nothing like that. Nothing fancy, nothing posh, not trying to be anything other than a grassroots club that is um, <clears throat> that is anti kind of racist, uh, all about multicultural inclusion. They wear the No Racism logo on all their kids' and adults' shirts. And uh, you look through the photos and the website and stuff, and there are so many diverse nations involved in this club. 
Um, there's 50 youth teams in total, 50 to 30 youth teams with 50 to 70 different nationalities represented from around the world. They have um, they have they help uh, refugee aid, aid agencies and stuff around the world. They send off care packages to different parts of the country and just generally are an awesome, awesome, awesome little amateur grassroots club. So because they were in the save, we thought, you know, we'll roll with that. And the fact that Boltzer had been unsettled during his last period in Reading and he was from Berlin and this club was from Berlin as well. We kind of semi-retired and made the narrative that his off-field antics had kind of cost him his uh, fledgling career. And he moved over to back to Berlin to have a more settled home life and to take this little club in Berlin to the top, essentially. So the narrative was really interesting and the way it all landed together that we kept a piece of Reading, which was so special because he was a real big character in the Reading save. And we moved him over to Berlin. So obviously he's a European golden boy. He's a Champions League winner, Premier League winner. So he comes with quite a bit of heavy rep and we began tier six and tier five quite comfortably. Uh, got into the Pokal first round, got ourselves out of debt. Um, and then in the second season, we failed to qualify for the Pokal first round. So we find ourselves going into tier four with a £6,000 wage budget, which is by far the smallest, and fifty grand in debt. So it is about to get bumpy. Um, but the first two tiers were quite quite negotiated quite easy. But yeah, we find ourselves now in tier four, about to start, and it's uh, going to be the first bump in the road. But the whole link from Reading to Boltzer to Berlin um, is quite cool. The fact the ground is squashed. It's a little council ground squashed in between Union and, and Hertha. Um, so there's no like, there's no big club really in Berlin. There's no never really been a dominant club in Berlin. It's just those are the two bigger ones. Um, Union going up and down between Bundesliga and Bundesliga 2 and Hertha sitting just outside Europa spots. But yeah, it's quite good. It's interesting one. I love the club ethos and the fact that there is no politics involved. And being Germany, there's a lot of politics involved in most of the clubs. And that's that, <laughs> pretty much. I'd call that extensive. Yeah, yeah. that was <clears throat> that was long. That's good though because uh, really I felt like I genuinely learned a lot there about yeah. what he says. Yeah, yeah, right. we, there was a narrative in linking it in. I could have just gone into Berlin. Thank you. Good night. Most people think it's a fake club because it's called Inter Berlin. Inter Berlin. And, yeah. and it's all yeah. the intercolors. They're like, oh, have you made your own club up? I was like, no, n- not at all. Were, um, you looking, were you looking for a Reading based club? Like, did it have to have the Reading link? Or was that just like. It, no, it happened completely accidentally. Oh, right. Completely oh, accidentally, which is what is mad about the whole situation. Yeah, it's like FM led me there, which is really cool. Yeah, love that. And that's mm. that. How far? How far in did you realize, like, notice the Reading link? Was it just a case um, of when we were looking at the clubs? We we knew we had one German player, so we went back and looked to see what Bolzer was from, and he was from Berlin, and we were already looking at into Berlin, and the stream were like, "Ah, oh, this is like this is FM telling you." <laughs> yeah, so do love a bit of personal narrative. There we yeah. go. So yeah, we love a narrative, and- long form story, and all that. <laughs> oh, hashtag God. that please someone <laughs> Benjamin uh, yes. move round to you uh, multiple yeah. saves here it's up to you which you spoil uh, well yeah I'll just I'll, I'll do brief you know Foxy watch this um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking Foxy oh he's, he's furious well, there's no real short way to tell you that to be honest it had to be it it's like, nice I, mean, I was joking I was just I was just, pl- I was just playing off Herb uh, with Glory Hunter we are over 10 years in I've wasted a year and a half not even been employed so that's gone brilliantly um, we're at Leipzig at the moment and it's going rough basically I'm in a situation at the moment as, I, as I'm recording this that I've got five teams all within a point in the top five positions and none of them are buying 
So they're ready. They're, they're firing all cinders. They're coming. I can sense it. Um, but we've had a really interesting sort of January window where I've loaned out the player that I bought for 70 million in the summer of the year before. So that's that's going really well. Good investment. Um, I mean, Boston, I've been planning through it, really. We had a funny situation the other day where I tried to, uh, well, I didn't try to. I accidentally released my best player. Um, and then realised actually that's not what you're supposed to do. So everyone allows me for the first time ever to just reload their live on stream because I did it by, uh, by accident. So I think that was a nice little bit of a hashtag narrative involved there. Um, but that's going good. We're in tier five. We've been powering through and uh, yeah, onto the Premier League and beyond, I guess. We've got a, an FA Cup tie against Arsenal coming up, which by the time that people hear this will have been lost. So um, yeah, you know, but yeah, so far so good. It's been It's been fun. You did also make a rather high high profile sale as well, did you not? In uh in Boston. Well yeah, yes. I've been in debt basically the entire time from Great Yarmouth to Boston. We've stayed in debt the entire time. Uh, and then we were about a million in debt and I sold a player that has been nicknamed Rambo Rivy by someone from the stream, uh, for four point two million off to Millwall. And he's become Millwall's best player in the championship, which is a bit crazy. But uh but yeah, it's, I mean that now is gonna keep us alive forever. So hopefully we can uh, use all that money. I basically pl- plummeted it into facilities and things like that. So so suddenly we're, we're on the up and up, so that's good. That isn't the usual Ben way of well, no, I, st- I started off in the lower leagues. Foxy might have the same thing where you just kind of have to like spend money in the lower leagues. You can't really worry about it too much because it's quite difficult to rise without doing so. So my attitude was like, we'll spend as much as we can or are allowed to spend and hope we get to a certain level and then have a situation like the Rambo Ruby situation where you can sell a player for big money and then invest that in uh, in facilities and things and then hopefully bring through your own players because at the end of the day, that's the that's like the most fun way of doing it, I think, having a having an academy that can produce players as well as bringing in your own that fit a philosophy. So that will be the long-term plan, but you can't really do that in like sort of tier eight, seven, six, etc. You've got to wait until you're in the football league and then you can start to do it when the, you know, you've got the, uh, the attendances are a little bit more uh, consistent and then the money through the gate is obviously more and more um, and you, you can start going on cup runs and things like, things like this to increase financial uh, stability so yeah it's, it's been really really good fun lovely Herb um, network save you, do you want to put your two penneths in yeah I mean I'm going to keep it really brief um, oh. Curtis doing a bit better than me this season um, still a lot of season to go let's not talk about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was brief. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I've got you got YouTube now. Uh, no, it's going well. We uh, he he's he's invested his Buadu money. So he sold Buadu for seventy million or something stupid to City, and has bought lots of players. Uh, I mocked him because he just went and bought Wonder Kids, which was silly. But uh, his team is is very very good. He hasn't lost all season. I also hadn't lost all season until I played him, and he beat me um, quite convincingly. Uh, so, but he did slip at the end of last season. So I think the gap between us now in first and second is seven points. It was nine points. Um, he's in all the cups. We're both still in the Champions League. Uh, and what I'm hoping is the the pressure will get to him. So he wobbled at the end of last stream to give me some points back. Uh, and now I've just got to keep up the pressure. Keep up the pressure. Hope he wobbles. Um, but even if he wins, I've still won three trophies and he's won nothing. So I've got a season to play with. Lovely. But I'm not oh. enjoying it. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, like legit, legit not enjoying it. He gets really, he gets really <laughs> sassy with me when I don't talk to him when he beats me, and he forgets that it's Kay. Like when he, when I beat him, he was like, "I don't want to stream anymore. Can we stop now?" I was like, "Yeah, okay, don't worry, mate." He beats me. He's like, "What are you not talking to me for?" Why? I'm like, "Cause you're a little." And then he is the out. worst winner. He is the worst. He's and he's, he, he missed it though. He's proper smug, and then he's got. Well, when he's a loser, he doesn't come on the pod. Fluffing <laughs> as well. So. It's uh, at times it's quite unbearable, um, but you know I persevere. 
Well, at least you get your carer's allowance for that, though. So fair play. <laughs> he didn't clap Yikes. for me, though, does he? Fucking dick. <laughs> wow. Uh, David, Pentagon Challenge. Pentagon Challenge. Um, so, yeah, we're on a roll at the moment. Um, obviously, last week, I think we... Uh, we were in we were in America and uh, over the weekend smashed a bit of uh, FM and we we ended up winning the North American Champions League so that is now four down one to go. Uh, I've not played much this weekend obviously with the streamer showdown and stuff. Uh, been spending a little time doing the video and stuff for that. So I've only really jumped on today and just been job searching really. The two jobs that I was looking at the most was Juventus and Barcelona. Both managers insecure. So it was Cristiano Ronaldo managing Juve. And Unai Emery uh, managing Barca. Um, and it got to the summer. Ronaldo was sacked, but Juve were in the Europa League. So they weren't in the Champions League. So I didn't I didn't apply for that one. Uh, Emery is still at Barca at the moment, holding on just about. It's mad, really, because he's insecure, but he's still got over 90 points in the league. He did finish second, but he got about 92 points in the league. Um, and the Schalke job came up. They'd just won the Bundesliga. So they've got a really, really good side. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't get that job. So still just waiting at the moment. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Just waiting for the right job to come along, really. Um, so yeah, still jobless, but four in the bag now. Uh, one more to go. Have you set a time limit on when this is going to be done? <laughs> I was hoping... I was hoping four weeks. I was hoping that this one was... Uh, this season was going to be the last one, but... I think as long as I could see, like the Schalke team was good, but I was umming and ahhing about it a bit too much for me to think, yes, I want that job straight away. Um, but I think, I think we're in August now, so obviously the seasons are still uh, are just starting. Chelsea just sat their manager, but they were rock bottom of the Premier League and weren't even in Europe, so I left that one. So it's just waiting for the right right job, really, but which I'm sure will come eventually. And opinions on the Jack's hardcore Pentagon. That he's uh, mentioned for FM twenty one. Yeah, I saw that. So I just, well, if anyone's uh, listening, he I believe he wants to win every Champions League, similar to obviously what we uh, I'm doing, but it's got to be with a team that's never won it before, even in game. So if he goes ten years down the line and a club has won the Champions League in game, he has to win it with someone else. So that is going to be pretty difficult because in China, there was only really one team that dominated when I was there. In Africa, I think it's pretty doable. Um, I think I think China uh, in Asia is going to be the the most difficult. But even in Europe, a lot of the big teams have already won it, so it's, it's going to be a pretty difficult challenge to complete. But fair play to him. I, I know I was talking to Ben about it the other day, and Ben said he he started and never completed it a number of times. So to add this extra element, it'll be uh, it'll be a good challenge. It'll be interesting to see, sort of, come the close of FM twenty one, how well that's gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mister Doop. Palermo. Palermo. Yeah, so we are probably a little bit like Foxy, to be fair. We've only just started to save, but we're midway through second season uh, in January. Uh, we went straight up in the first season. Um, we were about 12 points clear in the end, I think. Uh, and we went into Serie C. Now, Serie C, we, we got no money. No money whatsoever. So instead of spending money that we don't have, we've just loaned 11 players to start my 11, my, my 11 spaces. We're basically loan FC. Um, and we're currently second in the league um, and we're doing really well uh, yeah I think that's pretty much it to be fair um, just absolutely smashing the diamond that's all I can say two up top <laughs> what about the uh, the lad you mentioned that I can't remember his name Mickley Martinelli Martinelli yeah Martinelli so 
Martinelli, my scouts say he's a Serie A player. And uh, we're currently, we, we had him in Serie D uh, on a contract. We moved up to Serie C and he got a lot of interest. Uh, a couple of million people offered me. And maybe I should have took it and kind of helped build the squad. Um, but I thought this is a guy that I want to take up through the ranks with me. Um, he wouldn't sign a new contract, wouldn't sign a new contract. And then randomly out of the blue, once we lost one of these games, he come around and said, oh, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to stay in here now. Straight in, offered him a contract. He's on for three years. Love to see it. That's how you negotiate contracts. Yeah, just <laughs> hang him out to dry until he kind of decides, actually, I'll, I'll stay. Lovely. Uh, Joseph, PSV. PSV, short and sweet. Um, third season, done and dusted. I was I was running kind of the same time as Herb and Curtie were with theirs, but I've kind of pushed ahead a little bit further. Um, had a really tight championship running with Feyenoord, which, seeing as it's the third season, the Herb's not top, is a bit strange. Um, the players that are kind of doing well for them, I think Herb's sold. So, hey. <clears throat> We literally got to a lot of the um, season left here. We won there two season. games left of the season, and we was neck and neck on points. And the the game was against Feyenoord, so that game basically decided the championship. Um, I'm not going to tell you if I won it or not. You can read it on the blog on Monday. Um, not you, Ben. I'll be there, Joe. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be refreshing, mate. Um, but I've decided to kind of take it in a different direction now, um, and. Because it's based around the Villarreal project, um, I want to kind of do something like Villarreal done with their Cantera, which is their youth academy. So I'm now going to start developing the youth in a certain way. And basically, it's going to be like if you're between 17 and 19, you'll spend two seasons in the PSV young team, and then you'll go out on a season on loan, and then we'll decide whether or not you're ready for first team, etc. And just kind of track the players' paths. Because PSV don't necessarily have the greatest academy in terms of bringing their own through, but they do bring a lot of foreign talent in, develop them, and then basically they're either going to play for the first team or they get sold for mega money. Now, I'm already earning about 200 million a year in player sales, so it's just trying to do something a little bit different because I think the save could get boring if it's just going to be league win after league win after league win. That's your problem, Joe. You're too good at the game. I'm playing made... with one of the best teams in the league, though, aren't I, sir? So. Yeah, but that's the thing. You like when you start on easy mode, you need to add like the difficulty modifiers a bit sooner. I'm, I'm going to play two at the back next year as well. Can't sign Brazilians. I've got eight, I've got eight in the squad. <laughs> so Joe, going on the technicality that you state with my shadow striker and two strikers is free up top. If you played a DM in front of your two defenders, is that not free at the back? If he plays a half back, whatever, maybe. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, should we move on to our usual uh, team meeting section, which this week is about uh, the Football Manager Streamer Showdown? We have we have two of the uh, the key components of that event with us to to discuss and answer some of your questions. So, shall we uh, get it started? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. C yes. Confirmation would be marvelous. Thank you. <laughs> I've just sat here like, has everyone just got stuck? No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we did explain what the the streaming showdown was last week ahead of it already going ahead. It's a bit of a confusing timeline, if we're honest. We recorded the podcast on the Thursday as per streaming showdown went down on the Saturday and the Sunday, so we already knew what was going to happen once the podcast came out on Monday, but we didn't know at the time. Uh, we explained how it was going to work and that there was a league on the first day to decide the rankings for the cup on the Sunday. 
um, and then the uh, the fallout of said cup. Now, the uh, I guess the audience have, have sort of asked more questions about it and how things could be done differently, you know, basically, or how you think rather rather than they. Um, so we'll start for the first question from uh, Tuzan1995. Again, numbers, great. Uh, they're back. Criticisms about usernames. Uh, how long did it take to organise it and how did you decide who was going to be playing in it? That's your first question. Go on, Foxy. I'm actually just going back on Curtie's timeline. Cause it was, I replied to a Curtie tweet about, oh, we should do like a league or something. Like, it doesn't feel like it was long ago, but it feels like the turnover was a maximum eight days. Less than that, probably. Mm. Um, maximum a week, I'd say. I can't find what tweet it was. I replied to Curtie though. Um, so just just remove through that question again. How long did it take to organise it? Was it organise? Yeah. How long did it take to organise, and who or how long did you or how did you decide um, uh, who was going to be playing in it? The initial bit then was, and I, I knew I've I've bowed it around in the past, and I knew Ben had thrown it about more recently about doing something which was a huge collaboration, and with. Twitch and FM being where it is at the moment, probably its healthiest position <clears throat> it's literally ever been in. Um, I reply kind of tongue in cheek to a tweet from Curtis, which I can't seem to find, um, which was about him and Herb um, uh, and their network save. And it's getting into a bigger thing. And then I think, I don't know if I tagged Ben or Ben replied or I tagged a few people. I can't exactly remember. Um, and then kind of from there, me and Ben had a few late night discussions about what we should do, if we should do it. And it was both kind of a, uh, am I allowed to swear? Yes. It was kind yes. of it was yeah. kind of a fuck it moment. Let's just go for it. Um, what's the what's the worst <laughs> that could happen? Type things. We we knew straight away. Obviously, I got Steve on board, FM editor, um, and then we kind of on the fly, really. I guess Ben wasn't it really. We decided how we were going to do it, knowing full well in the future we'd change a few things because certain things might not work certain ways. Um, but yeah. overall, I think the way that we picked to do it the first time round out of nowhere, I think it was pretty good. Um, I'll let you go answer the second question as we're picking people and so on. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was it was a case of picking people that we knew we could trust. Foxy mentioned before, like it was people that we've met, and it, it, that was important. Like obviously, Zealand lives in America, so it's a little bit more difficult for him to come to the London meetups uh, side. But we'd met everyone else, so we knew we could rely on them. We we, knew, we could trust them, and we also we knew they were dedicated to it. I think that was a big thing for us. Having people that gave a shit about it was really important, um, and that's how it's possible to turn that around in eight days. I think ordinarily, if you do it with seven people you don't know, you go through back and forth with all those people straight away. But we were able to bring everyone into a group chat, say, "Do you want to be in?" The first eight people that we got, or seven people that we wanted in it, essentially, or six people extra, for, for, including me and Foxy, it was a case of, do you want to be in? And they all went, yep. And we went, great, right, we're going to start it now. We'll do a draft on the Wednesday, and then we'll, we'll kick things off um, at the weekend with the, with the games. And it went really, really smoothly, more smoothly than we anticipated. But yeah, I mean, Foxy added me, and I was in. That, that was all I took. I knew Foxy. Like, Foxy's one of those people that you know will give everything to a project. Like, you obviously done, Foxy's done stuff like this before. Uh, like community events and I've I've sort of banded it around and I've, I'm trying to work on something with Gfinity that will hopefully come either later this year um, or early next depending on the current climate really but um, yeah it was perfect time it was the perfect storm Foxy's bang on like Twitch at the moment is banging for football manager content there's lots of people doing it consistently and uh, fortunately enough for us there was eight really strong people that we could select for the first one um, and in fact there was more than eight people we yeah, could have selected definitely. for the first one we probably could have done 16 if we really really wanted to um, but keeping it short and sweet essentially even though it lasted I think total sort of 12 hours maybe something like that right it's it's something that we'll definitely look forward to, uh, to doing more of, but it, it was a very, very quick turnaround. And that's because the people we picked to work with were very, very accomplished at what they do. So that was that was really helpful. Lovely. 
Uh, next question is from at midget69420. Why did you let Lelujo win, Benjamin? I believe that one's aimed at you. <laughs> well, <laughs> in my defence, who expected that? I mean, come on. <laughs> at the same time, uh, I didn't plan for Kev at all. I don't know if anyone did. Herb, did, did, plan did Kev, Kev no. even plan for Kev? No, Foxy planned for Kev. No, he was so... Kev's chat planned for Kev. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's very true. That's what I said on my last job. podcast. Kev would either win it or finish last because I, I don't think there was any in between. And I think if you did that tournament again next weekend, because of the amount of goals he scored from set pieces in that, like yeah. he could have genuinely not got anywhere near the final. Yeah, you better I hope that he gets first pick in the next one and gets yeah. back again. Otherwise, that that man's in trouble. <laughs> um, so, in fairness, he didn't be he didn't beat me over ninety minutes once. You know, I beat I beat him in the league, and then he didn't beat me in ninety minutes. But at the same time. He was very proud of the fact that he'd sort of quick-picked everything, gone for a plug-in yeah. tactic and uh, and got the job done. And I think it speaks volumes of how effective those tactics are within Football Manager, um, especially for new players. And Kev is essentially a new player every year, isn't he, bless him? <laughs> so it made sense to me that um, he did rather well. We all tried to do like different things, tried to be a bit kooky with it, and it didn't really uh, pay off for anyone in the end because we didn't win. But um, I didn't let him win, for heaven's sake. Well, Swar- but, Swar- that said, let him win, let's be honest. <laughs> Well, it was very frustrating. For, let's not talk about details, please. I can't. Um, but no, I, th- I think it was. If I could have written the tournament out to have Kev win, as Kev was sort of like the butt of every joke a little bit, then I'd have probably written it similar to that. It was a shame that he had to beat me. I'd rather not that bit not happen. I'd rather just gone out like, sort of quietly to pine or something. But no, it yeah, was a wonderful underdog story. Yeah, it's a bit more dramatic. But he did, no, have, he did technically have the most expensive team as well, though. So yeah, yeah. best best team, but the best, best when story. When you look back, story, you're like, how how did he win? And you go, oh, he did pick actually the most yeah. expensive team he accidentally team drafted and, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. amazing sort of back three and a really good front three and it was like oh yeah okay that makes sense now um, so we didn't let him win we wouldn't We wouldn't try and rig the competition so <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not I to like speak <laughs> we should probably clarify that to the viewers before they think we actually let Kev win uh, it was just a match in the group stage which went a, an opposite way <laughs> So Kev wouldn't win, basically. <laughs> it was good for him. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was yeah. as I say, no one let him win, I don't think. But it was it was nice that he won. It gives a, a huge new angle coming into potentially the next one. Mm. It's for the, the I think that's probably the best thing. Uh, but if we have time I'll I'll deliver my own little monologue about what I thought was great about it. Um, next question is from FM underscore sip. Uh, is there anyone you wish you included in the event that didn't participate? Oh, yeah. What was that? That was deep. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> there were, Small edit there. <laughs> there was a. There was a couple of people. Um, it, again, like the, I want to. I want to go on record and say this because I've said this a few times. Nothing was to do with picking in terms of size of the creator, from their viewership to how new they were. Nothing of that really matters. Um, it was more about people that we trusted, as Ben said. We needed people we could trust. And people you can trust normally are people you've met on face value. Zealand, as me and Ben will both say, was a bit of a gamble, especially because he's in America. Um, that was the biggest gamble for Zealand. Other people that jumped straight to my head, uh, likes of Viking Dan, uh, Kegman, uh, Lewis H, who's another new creator who's doing smashingly well. Uh, and there were several other ones as well, like Mozza and so on. Um, but I say, if this returns for season two, three, four, five, six, and continues in the future, I'm sure there'll be plenty of chances to get other people involved. Um, I, I don't think we're going to go bigger than eight or smaller than eight, because I think eight's the perfect number. Um, and I don't know, have you got anything to add on to that, Ben? I don't... Um, 
you pretty much summed it up. We went for we went for the people that we knew that we knew essentially, <laughs> and that that was that was the difference for us. I don't know if there was anyone like obviously we had questions about some of the bigger YouTube creators, like the likes of uh, Loki yeah. and Jack were brought up quite a lot. And our rule really is that if you're streaming regularly and you want to be involved, then you get an invite. Like if if, if you're not streaming football manager regularly and you're not involved, then you're not going to get an invite. And and I th- I'd like to think that Jack and Loki both know that and have chosen not to be streaming FM at the moment and don't feel like they're being left out on purpose. It's just a case of being eligible or not at the moment and we've sort of created that rule internally that you have to be streaming and that rule applies to me and that rule applies yeah. to foxy so it's no different for anyone really um if you either can't make a week or we're not going to reschedule it for someone it's just this is when we're going to try and do it if it happens great and if you can't be there that's a shame but again there's always other weeks right yeah definitely a sort of question sort of similar vein from at blonded 711 if you could have any guest on the next streamer showdown who would be your choice I don't know what he means by guest, whether it means sort of someone who's like, I know, or or, or yeah. maybe assistant manager, Benjamin. I mean, I've got, I've, I've already got one. I've nailed him down for next next one as well, because, you know, he's got nothing else going on, bless him. Um, I'd, I'd want Griezmann. That, yeah, that there. I was going to say a real life football player. I know, I know there's, I know there's some real life football players involved playing FM regularly at the moment, and they've made themselves very public about doing it. Dembele's another, uh, the French guys are smashing yeah. it. So some, a real life football player of any description, uh, would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah it really would. Well, that was Lee Camp. Lee Camp. It was on our first list, just below Viking Dan, but we yeah, decided not to go with him. Um, no, nah, Griezmann would be sick, mate. He gets, he gets a lot of people watching and he's got a whole French audience over there. There's a lot of the French guys that stream at the moment. I think it'd be great. I think his English isn't too bad either, no. right? Mate, well, I, I, I was going to ask, that was going to be my question, is how how, we, how good would the, or how big would Nine. the language barrier be? I think it's got my French is sort of, bonjour, Antoine. You'd love that. You did have <laughs> to do with the Zealand, so yeah, yeah, very true. Um, but uh, he'd be he'd be great. Like looking further forward, it'd be cool to get Miles on one one day. I reckon. But um, yeah, Griezmann, get him Wild. in. Class. Just don't mention any metal alloys to Americans, and you'll be fine. I'm sure. <laughs> um, that's a highbrow joke for anyone else uh anyway aluminum next... <laughs> there we go joseph thank you uh next question from inaudible five three eight six six zero one three that that is actually a name apparently uh was it hard choosing players for the draft and how did you decide to pick your players i think this is uh we we did cover sort of draft psychology a little bit last week but it'll be quite interesting to sort of see into the minds of you guys and how you approached it Maybe yeah. without giving away too many tricks if you're planning to use the same ones next we've time. We've got three of us here, yeah, so we've got me, three different angles, haven't we, I guess? I mean, mine was easy. I winged it. Simple as that. Ben, what did you do? I took it more seriously than anything I've ever taken in the history of my manager <laughs> lifespan. I created a massive uh, Google Docs document that had a list of players in every position that I wanted with the values next to them. I knew exactly what I wanted. I got like fair enough, I probably got about 80% of what I actually wanted. There was three or four players that I really wanted to fit sort of a system, but I went for sort of versatile players that can do lots of things. Like I had a pretty strong 11, but then outside of that, I had a lot of players that could fill holes and plug gaps where um, we may have injuries or maybe you'll have situations where you want to change your tactic radically. And I, I sort of prepped for that a little bit. Um, as well as chat sort of saying, get Tonali. And I was like, I don't really want not my list but they'll like, get Tonali so eventually I just buckled and got Tonali that was the only time I felt the pressure um Herb yeah no I prepared for it more than anything I've ever done in my entire life as well after the last <laughs> one when out? you were just it worked out really well we won the league I lost, I lost two games um 
yeah, it went really well. We we I had the, the pre bit before we went through, built the team, same as Ben. I had the idea of the tactic I wanted to play. I had an idea of the players that I wanted. I had three players at least for each position. I'd worked out the cost on them all. I had a couple of random picks for cheap ones in case I get caught out. Um, and I think I got, I think there's only two players I had to change, but they were in my second 11 that I picked. Mm. Um, but I went for quite an hour. I went for a squad. So yeah, I went same. for 23 players and then looking actually back, um, most people gambled with a very strong 11 and did very well with it. So that might be a change going forwards. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. I think the draw for me was, Fast, it was very an hour, good. An hour and a half. The, when everyone the, doing 23 players. Yeah. It was super quick. It was, it was surprising actually that it went yeah. as well. I think we were all presently surprised. Yeah. pleasantly surprised. As long as we get that happen again, exactly like that, it'll be good every single time. Mm. Obviously, we can change. We can change up the leagues that we can select from. Maybe we can have certain Steven stipulations. So we can maybe change the squad size. There's lots of things we can do. Yeah, going forward, there's loads we can do. So, um, yeah. So, I, the matter of who people pick in the future is going to be really interesting to see. Obviously, we've seen players that have performed in draft modes against other humans. Like, it'd be interesting to see if those players suddenly get priority. Um, going forward, if Kev's team was just picked apart one by one by everyone <laughs> because they won, like that'd be quite interesting. And how he Chill reacts to that as well would be really interesting, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the combo, right? That's the combo. I saw uh, obviously during the stream, Ben, you played like a two-four-one-two-one formation, or yeah, yeah. And then um, the out of context FM page put it on their on their uh, Twitter. Yeah, and the best bit about it was the comments because obviously you had it was a draft and I don't think people realised that and there was like Tenali on the bench people were like why has he got Tenali on the bench why is Tenali yeah. not starting why has yeah. he got Andy Carroll on the bench it got really it got really mad some, some people were like oh, I can't believe people use tactics like this shouldn't be allowed shouldn't be yeah, allowed who's, who's, in, who's policing this I'm you'll like, be at least born and up by half time coming up against this there's so many yeah. weaknesses yeah well that, that tactic I created purely for Zealand. I watched, this is so sad, I watched about three hours worth of Zealand streams on how he was playing. I figured out that in the last three games, I think he won every one. So there was no way Zealand was going to change what he'd done from that. So I basically came up with a system and played against his AI side about 15 times. Beat it, I think, 12 of the 15, having like tinkered with tactics. So I knew I had a very good chance of beating him. So when it came to it, I did beat him and I was I was not surprised, boys. I was not surprised, but... uh <laughs> But he was. He couldn't believe it. He was going, yeah, what are you doing? Four, th four two, three, one? And then he clicked through to continue. He was like, oh, that's not, th that's not four, two, three, one. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, question from Real Max Baldock. Uh, what was your biggest mistake in the competition? I didn't prep for Kevin, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I think was my biggest fault in the end. Um, does, he, does he mean... In terms of the draft or tactically, or does he? I think, probably... I th just I think it's just a, a general mistake. Like in terms, I mean, it could be like for example, Ben, you uh, you decided to let Herb win the yeah. league. Well, and, for Herb's mental the state, of, yeah, I wouldn't it, do that. It, That's say, my biggest but, mistake that I said happen. out loud to Ben. Oh, if I win on gold differences, I'll go above Luigi. And I was like, oh, I don't really want that because I'd rather play K. And he went, what? And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, the gold about, came like, off. The entire makeup of that competition would have completely changed if that hadn't have happened. Yeah, I would have like, played K. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ultimately then, that, that was your downfall. <laughs> that was my biggest mistake, was opening my mouth right towards the end of the game. Yeah. 
It was my. It was my. Ninetieth minute, the, in fact. That was. That was the best thing I did. Yeah, Foxy got a late, like a late goal in that. I watched Herb's reaction back to that. He was not happy, bunny. But my logic was with that. We should we talk about? We should we talk about a little bit, a little bit. So my logic was right. Herb doesn't want to play Foxy. Foxy's beaten him in the past. Foxy will prep like hell that mm-hmm. night, and Herb won't do anything because Herb's super casual with that. And my also thought was. Herb's beat me in knockout stages before, so if I can give him a, a tough first rounder against a prepped Foxy, that man's in trouble. And well, it went pretty well. <laughs> and Herb wanted to kill me for about twenty four hours. Yeah. So um, I came off that yeah. stream quite quite angry. I think I finished the stream at about midnight after playing COD, and I said, "All I got hope is that Foxy's just got so angry that he's got really drunk and not prepped." And then someone replied, in, <laughs> someone replied in chat and said, "You know that's what you're doing." I was like. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good point. I'm drinking at 1am when I should be probably thinking about how I'm going to lose tomorrow. No, it's good. Uh, I watched back and then I went back and watched the Creators Cup as well and I realised he's beat me. I've gone ahead in in the first leg and he's beat me yeah. by one goal in the second leg twice now. Yeah. It's like, how oh. seriously did you take it, Foxy, based on that? Based on what happened with me and Herb, were you like, oh, this changes things? Um, so I, I, I million percent, my biggest mistake was I was winging it all, to be honest. I completely winged the, the draft and then I threw a formation together that I was hoping would catch people out, but ultimately it didn't catch people out because everyone went with wide men and wide men in this FM are an absolute nightmare. I didn't have any wide men. Um, so that I, I knew after game, I, I played that formation for two games and then a new game three when I beat Ben and I changed tactic. I thought, all right, I might have got something here and then got decimated by Pine. And at that point, then I was like, oh, we are absolutely fucked. So let's just do whatever for the last couple of games. Don't give anything away and then go and back uh, overnight and have a look if I can find a tactic which would work better, which we did. We kind of like a found of narrow four, two, three, no, four, three, three, um, which is a very generic tactic. Um, I don't think three, three up front is overpowered this year, but. Um, I played the league system, I think, like three times around. So three sets of seven games. And for the first two sets, we were getting absolutely hammered with these different tactics I was trying. And then finally on the third set, I won six out of seven with this 4-3-3. I was like, right, I think I've got something. But the difference, and this this is what I must throw at people, the difference between playing against the AI and playing against a human, it's so different. Like you get the chat going at you, I'll do this and do that, this will work, this. But they don't understand that the the human makes different decisions. Every decision, every goal that we scored in the game against Herb, pause, right, changing this. I'm like, fuck, I've just got it right what I want to do against yeah. you and you're about to change it all. Um, and that's what makes playing as a human much more fun. And the game still is RNG. It still is your team might turn up and their team may not. Um, but that element of... Um, it's just so different and your mindset has to change. You can't play like you're playing your normal save against the computer. You're playing it someone who does something very different. Um, and like we saw long throw-ins, the AI never does long throw-ins against you. Long throw-ins were everywhere in this tournament. Um, so yeah, you've got to definitely change your approach. Uh, so my biggest fuck up was not taking it serious, I guess. Um, and then when I did, <laughs> I finally got a win and then got duffed up by Kev anyway, but his team was superb. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was yeah, Phoenix Humans so makes it so different. Do you think you uh, you could have focused maybe too much on a single opponent? Like I know, like yes, million percent. I'm not not necessarily even in like because I know the the league was sort of the 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 whole yeah. point to or the whole point of the league was to structure the the way that the the lots were drawn for the for the cup part of it. But obviously, you can yeah. prepare for the first round, but then you have no idea where where you're going to go from there potentially. Like you've got, mm-hmm. I guess you've got a bit of a split, mm. but it could go either way. Another thing as well, actually, actually I, I never really um, 
I never really thought this was a thing. Having that double pick at the end doesn't really help you. You get you, you can plan for one, and then the second planning for the second player is a bit more wayward. Where that person in the middle, I think the prime pick is about three or four, because you get that time, that waiting time each side of it just to do one, one, and one. Um, I'd actually like going. I was, I was twice now in drafts. So I've been someone that had three and four. End. I would agree. I, think, no, I, was, I really liked being in that mm. particular spot. It gave, gave me that little bit more time. Yeah, smack, yeah. smack in the middle. It changes up. Yeah, you haven't got a panic. Go, oh, okay, I take this one. I, know, I yeah. need to do this one as well. Yeah, you get longer to wait for it, but you more focus on one for too long, and then the second pick yeah, is like, who the yeah. fuck am I going for? Yeah, shit, I like shit, to, shit, I'd shit. be in that spot. Um, in the middle is the best place, three or four. Lovely. Uh, final question then is from Eggy21. Uh, is there a chance of a draft league with a few more creators in the future? Love the draft stream and both days of the cup. Now, I guess we've kind of answered this earlier on, saying about eight is maybe the ideal number, but is there sort of any initial plans for sort of expansion, maybe two le- two separate leagues of eight or any other permutations? Um, I, I think there's definitely a chance. I don't think that's going to happen for months. Um, I think we want to nail down a format and know that that format is clockwork and have no issues with that format for for a few months and know that it works. I think having eight people is the perfect number at the moment. Um, there's been talk of doing 10 and either relegating two or giving two people a buy through to the next round or whatever like that. And, and that's absolutely something we can do in the future. But I think nailing down what we've got at the moment with creators that we... We know, but also we're not we're not closed off, right? There's, you mentioned the question I mentioned, like more creators. We are looking at every single streamer. I don't think everyone that is involved has got three or four streamers in mind that they would love to get at some point. And that gave us a pull. We created a list the other day of nearly twenty five people that could be in future ones within the next sort of let's say sort of six months. Um, so we're, we're always looking. A lot of it is logistics. Football managers online mode is limited to, to quite a degree and having more than eight I think would would cause huge problems we had a little issue with Zealand with the draft and that um, his connection wasn't great and obviously we fixed that a little bit for the weekend with having Dave re- remotely host the game himself without streaming so that obviously took the pressure off everyone else yeah, yeah thanks David um, there's there's definitely things we can change and do differently in the future and that's definitely in the works and has been talked about at length actually with everyone that was involved i tried to get feedback from everyone and actually everyone's been really great in, in telling me what they think we should do differently and we've taken a lot of that on board and made changes um to suit both us creators and people watching which i think is important as well we shouldn't forget that we had a, a big audience watching and we want those people to come back and the format and the way that runs is very very important for that so um going forward yes we would love to see more creators in the future um and the format will change depending on what people want and what we think works. So it's, it's very open. I don't know if Foxy wants to add to that at all. No, no, pretty much on it, really. Yeah, pretty much on it. If, if, the thing is, um, you can't underestimate the, the effort put in behind by a couple of people to get that to work. For instance, shout out to Dave, as I said, on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the, the weekend, but big shout out to FM Editor. My God, that guy must have been up late trying to do that. And we we threw changes at him. I I did the league system in a certain way with a cup. Didn't quite understand what Ben meant to me. I thought I meant it. He meant it one way, and then I showed Ben what I'd done. And he was like, "No, no, no, do it this way." And I was like, "Ah, okay, that works even better." But I had to go back to Steve. Like, uh, Steve, um, we, I've told you wrong. Um, and that was like literally less than twenty four hours before we were about yeah. to do the Wednesday. Uh, so we didn't even know if that was a thing to begin with. And then we, me and Ben and Steve were in a call for quite a while, and Steve couldn't quite get it to work because FM's dates are really weird. It has to go for a certain amount of time. Um, so. I think coming around to what the point of this is running one is fine and it's doable with the people driving it behind. And even if I did wasn't playing in it or Ben wasn't playing in it, I'm sure we'll still give the same effort to it. So it still worked because essentially it's our baby, I guess. Um, but running two p- 
probably with that double that workload and then giving more workload to people like Steve and trying to find another single host like Dave for the second one and then maybe using people that we don't quite know and one might let, one one doesn't turn up and you're screwed yeah. essentially you've got an AI knocking around um I think two would be hard anytime in the near future as Ben says but down the line maybe when we've rotated through six or seven more people and we find them trustworthy and someone is willing to take it on uh, and manage it because I know I with all the other stuff I do outside of what I've done with this, I wouldn't really be able to give the time to do two. Um, then, then maybe that's a thing in the future, but not not, not quite now. I think yeah. eight. I think was. I throw, I throw the Gauntland down to FM. Make our lives easier. I'd I'd love to get in touch with some of the guys that make it. I'd love to talk to yeah. them about how things can be made easier. Whether they're working on something for FM twenty one, we don't know. But if they are, then I'd I'd that, love to be a part of that yeah. conversation. So if anyone from SI is that that was the interesting watching. thing coming away from it, thinking actually most of what we had to decide to do was to over jump hurdles that FM yeah. presented us, i.e. the connection between people, having an yeah. American involved, the editor not letting you run from six month league, you have to run a year league and stuff like that. So we were hurdling FM's yeah. hurdles but it's the where, whole way. It's- it's worth knowing on that. Easy. I think we've all played draft mode a little bit. We've all played network games, and in, in times gone by, they've not been that good. Actually, I know internally they, they did a lot of fixes, Smooth. and we saw that over the weekend. It, it ran faster yeah. than we anticipated it would, and that was credit to SI really for working on it a little bit over last year. Um, so yeah, as much as we can say there was limitations, it also ran pretty well, and they, they can take credit for that as well. My uh, my my two pen this worth very quickly is that. The the thing that I thought was the underlying success is the banter between all of you, and it was very different dynamics depending on the pairings that um, both... Obviously, you saw how each person played each other during the league, but then the that dynamic changes during the cup, and that was great to see. The disappointing part of that was not being able to watch them all at the same time because it becomes very difficult to track the audio. So if, if there is a way in future to be able to have it, so if you, uh, the fixtures are a bit more split so that you can, there's no, you're not picking between, at least uh, during the league stage, you're not picking between all eight uh, potential streams. Um, I know that each person likes their own particular flavour, but if there was a, another way of doing that, that might be more beneficial, at least from my personal perspective. I found myself yeah. ping-ponging between every single game to make sure I wasn't like I could watch them all, but actually listening to it, the banter was the bit I enjoyed the most out of all yeah. of it. There's, there's definitely a scenario where we could have, especially with the, the last stages, you could have one semi-final and the other streams take a break for 15, 20 minutes, and then you come back for the second semi-final, so everyone is watching both semi-finals. Yeah. That's definitely something I've thought about and we could maybe implement in the future. Um, but yeah, we've got, we've really, got, I can't stress it enough, we've got to nail down what we've already got and make sure that works and works and works and works and then we can think about changing it. Um, you're, you're right, there's definitely, like, focusing on what viewers want to see is a huge part of it and I've been asking for as much viewer feedback as possible and that has played into the changes that we're going to make. Um, yeah, we can, we can obviously announce those as they happen. Um, I don't know if anyone's got any more questions on it, but I, I guess I can announce now that really that the next one, uh, and this is an exclusive for the podcast, uh, will be on the 16th and 17th of May with the draft happening on the 13th. So that'll be the next one. So the plan in, in sort of written in um, pencil at the moment is every three weeks. Um, we thought a month would be a little bit too long. We thought a week or two weeks was a little bit too congested. And you don't want to get bored of something that you actually quite enjoy. Um, so the next one, 16th, 17th, uh, the people that are in that and the details of how we're going to change things will be uh, released the week sort of leading up to uh, the week starting the 11th. So, yeah. Lovely stuff. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for writing in your questions. Hopefully we've answered them uh, sufficiently. And thank you, um, 
well, I guess thank you, coronavirus, for presenting us all this unique opportunity to be able to uh, have a, like an audience looking for something to fill their sporting requirements. Uh, just, just quickly, I think behalf on behalf of me and Foxy and all the guys that took part, uh, we mentioned Dave. Massive shout out for him as again the FM editor, and Joe did fantastic. The coverage he did on uh, on your platforms was absolutely brilliant. Dave's video after that as well, really, really good. We hope that they'll continue that uh, throughout future ones as well. We, we hope that maybe we could we can bring in more people and make it a bigger um, sort of community thing as well. But yeah, those boys did fantastic. Without, and I'll be honest, we didn't really have to ask. They did it so well. We didn't really have to. We didn't have to give pointers. They they did it very much on their own backs and did it brilliantly. So um, yeah, appreciate that, boys. And if you are looking to see a, a rundown of everything that happened, there is a video on the WeStream FM YouTube channel, which they'll be linked uh, in the description of the podcast. Anyway, it's Mr. Dupe's turn to take over the quiz. It's time for the quiz. Wowza. Follow that, yeah? Okay, so um, this week's <laughs> quiz is a little bit different. You know me. I am uh, I like to try and... Different. I'm different. I'm special. <laughs> I'm mummy's special little boy. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to... Basically, I'm going to play you a very short audio clip and there is a player that's been beeped out. If it's a multiple beep, so for example, if they start talking, they beep, they carry on talking and they beep again, it is exactly the same player. I've just beeped them out twice, okay? So it's only one player that I'm looking for. I'm going to get you to write that player down. And then once everyone has listened to that clip once, we will then turn the... And see who gets it right, okay? You're not allowed to listen to it more than twice. No, more than once. You've got to be quick. <laughs> right, okay. So question number one. Name this player. Miller. Lovely cushion header. Nerd. <laughs> you got to write, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> you got to write <laughs> it down. <laughs> Stephen Reid. <laughs> Just before we go, if there further, is a Stephen Reid winning, I'm gonna fucking go bananas. Shave his head off. Just before we go any further, Matt, it's not coming up on Audacity, so I'll send you the files. Okay, you'll have to merge it in. Okay. Okay. So if everyone would like what to, his son. if everyone would like to re uh, reveal who that first player was. Oh. oh Yes. I think we're Wait. all going to say after three, one, two, three, Gerard. Well Gerard. done. Gerard got it right. Brilliant. I started with an easy one. Also, Do we get a bonus knew... point for the team. No. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Jog on, Dave. Right, this one. This one is a little bit easier. Well, there's a long ball through, and Gerard Oh, my God, an insane goal! I've just seen the most insane goal I have ever seen on a football pitch. Incredible! Incredible world, world class. That so is yum your yum accent, man. Eighteen <laughs> seconds of footage oh, to name man. that player. There was a little hint. It tells you the goalkeeper at the start, which might make that a little bit easier for you. Oh um, my goodness! I'm going to give you five more seconds. Before you struggle on this, Herb. I thought this would be easy. Well, because if, it, if the next one comes up, then I know exactly what video you took them from. Because <laughs> I got these sound clips oh. on my fucking stream deck. No, we've got loads of different ones here. Five, four, really three, two, one. Clue. Reveal your answers. Slatan. 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 It's when he did the, um, the overhead overhead kick. kick against Sweden. I didn't get it right, but... Um, Benji, did you say you didn't get that right? No, um, I didn't Foxy, get it right. Who did you put? Okay, no worries, my man. I just wanted to make sure we keep the scores. And everyone else is happy they got Slatan, yes? Yep. Yeah, boy. Okay, this one. 
I think I thought the last one was easy. This one's very hard then. Eight minutes of half time. Ten have kept it blank. These are the moments. Arsenal have stolen a lead in Paris. A man down, a goal up. Okay, I, I you got that one. And I yeah. know it's not right. Okay, so after after three, uh, that went very seamlessly. Yeah, that was perfect. Can I reveal your answers. One, two, three. Dave's gone Campbell. Oh, Sol Campbell. Campbell. Vieira. Campbell. It was Sol Campbell in the yes. uh, the Champions League final against Barcelona. Um, I, thought so, was, I thought it was yeah. Barca versus PSG, but then I thought uh, then I heard okay. him say Henri. So yeah, I, I, put, I wrote Sergio Ribeiro down. Yeah, 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 that's who I put it was. <laughs> okay, that was tough. Okay, so who got that right, gents? Honestly, me. now? Yeah, me. No. Me. Matt. Herb, was that you as well? No. Okay. Absolute devastation. Okay, okay. Right, so this one, uh, this one might be a little bit better. Hopefully this works. Has to score. It's him against Jersey Dudek. It's a terrible penalty, and Liverpool, against all odds, have won the Champions League. Ooh. Big one there. Uh, obviously, as a Liverpool fan, Ben, I'm expecting you to get this right. Yeah. Dave is only seven, bless him. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, Answers on a postcard. Who may they be? Shevchenko, no. Shevchenko. Get in. Chef... Yeah. New York got Shevchenko, Foxy. Herb, no? By well, the way, Herb, you yep. just, you're, not, you're not even putting it up. You're just like, no, no, don't know who that is. Okay. Right, this one's easier. Lino! This is the easiest one. There's a lot of dead air in this one, but it's the easiest one. David Seaman saved from Hernan Crespo in San Etienne 20 years ago. No England keeper has saved a penalty in a shootout since then. He's put on the verge of winning this cup tie for England. Okay, I wanted to uh, make sure I had that last bit in just to give you a bit more of a clue because that might be quite tricky. This was before my time, right? This is like 02 or something like that. We'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. You all look very stumped. Damn, I mean, Dave has done me. But I'm going to okay. follow through what I think. Follow through, Ben. Be, be the leader. Be the influencer. influencer. Well, no, 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 I'm not sure at all. I'm but I've written down, so I've written, I mean, are we all are okay. we showing first? Yeah, showing. Show first. Yeah. Wait. Guessed. Oh, Come on, David. Man, I don't have a clue. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say Alana, Alana, because I'm wrong. Sharing on. Revealing? Yeah. yeah. Gone Skulls, Dyer. No. Oh, like Carragher. Dyer! Who put Dyer? <laughs> I mean, Is I put Dyer. Oh, Kieran. Put? I thought you meant Eric. I put <laughs> and who have I you put, Joe? I put Pickford. Okay. Oh, wait. 
Eric oh, Dyer's Seaman penalty. And that threw me completely. Oh, so I, wrote, I was right then. Against Colombia to My get bad, us into, the, into oh. the cup. Eric Dyer, uh, Pickford saved the penalty before and Eric Dyer yeah. scored it. That was I Eric Dyer. Seaman and that threw me completely. <laughs> That's what he said. No, no, it was it was the first time we won a shootout since Seaman in '96. Oh my word! Yeah. I had to make it a little bit tricky. Like. I, couldn't, in the best position I couldn't just go. Yeah. I've also wanted to spell Kieran Dyer's name wrong. So I'm assuming that was just you, Ben. But Kieran Dyer, man. Ben, that was just you, right? Yeah. That was that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Okay, here we go. Dave threw me though. Here's the next one. It's 35 yards and more. Too far for about it. Oh! Absolutely sensational. Through Almunia, beaten for pace. And Manchester United have scored twice in a little more than 10 minutes here. And has matched the scorcher he scored. I tried to give you as much information without giving it away. It's tricky. I got that one. I got that one. Okay. Ready? Ready? Not to guess. Oh, you're guessing. Are we guessing? Everyone put, Who have you put that wrong, Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Oh. Everyone put Ronaldo? Yeah. No, yeah. Not Herbie. Herbie didn't, put, didn't Ronaldo. put Ronaldo. I didn't put Ronaldo. Okay, it was Ronaldo against Arsenal in the Champions League where he scored from about 45 yards out from a free kick. It was ridiculous. The bleep got it for me. I thought, is that going to be Cristiano Ronaldo length of bleep? <laughs> 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 and I thought, do you know what it is? It is Cristiano Ronaldo length of bleep. Okay, so remember, it is the beeped player. Okay. And Munich who are coasting towards a famous triumph. And I've just got a one last corner, perhaps, to survive. Beckham to swing this one in again. Which is with the goal for Manchester United. He's only gone and won the Champions League for them. I couldn't have a Liverpool Champions League winners and quiz without a Manchester United quiz, and I couldn't make it social because that would be far too I easy. Showing him again. Who headed that on for social? Teddy. 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 Okay, here we go. This is a bit tricky. Stoppage time. Daniel Sturridge. Milner. Can he tee up someone in red? In it goes. I, I had to edit this twice because I realised the the, uh, the stadium announcer announces who scored that goal. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening back going, hang on, that tells you the answer. Well, that's commitment. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I did. I've, you know, I've never prepared for anything more in my life. I've guessed. Oh, I um, this now. If I'm wrong. But, Suarez. Um... Ready? No. Okay, yeah. here we go. Lovren. Gone l Lovren. Lovren. Suarez. 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 Who have you put, Hen Matt? Henderson. Henderson. It? it is... Lovren. <laughs> Dortmund? Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund, correct. yeah, the header. Yeah. Get in. Yeah, it was quite a big moment in football. Oh. <laughs> Not as big as your uh, Champions League. But... No. No. All your champ uh, Premier League. Oh, wait. Okay, next one. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the tweet. 
I'll tell you, we'll, we'll let, because you were talking, we'll let everyone else have a proper listen, all right? Sorry, boys. It's all right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Brilliant. That's not working now. <laughs> what have you done? What was good? What I was going to say, what? <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to add it all out because you can't put the clip in. Right, here we go. Delivery here. Matter. It's what... What about that? Chelsea's man for the big occasion. Scores his biggest ever goal in what may be his last match for the club. You can't write it. What a header that is. Easy. I, I left that oh, last bit in to try and make this easier for you. Because that's a tough one until that last little sentence. This oh, is wait. This is question, question number nine. Oh, okay, ready? It. Let's go. This is a drug bar. Drug bar. Drug bar. Oh, I got one right. I thought we were going to have a full house then. Who did you put, Foxy? Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But Herb, you got one, yeah? Got one. Munich, right? Munich, yeah, against yeah. Thirteen or something. I don't know. There was a, uh, you know, they bought, they bought success. So we don't need to talk about them. Okay, right. The final question. It is all to play for. We do have a uh, a four way tie, so it is all to play for. Are you ready for? I don't have a tie break, so this is yeah. Okay, here we go. Nani. One of the great goals in the history of the Manchester Derby. Surely has to. There you go. Surely has to be. There you go. We should all get this one. An absolute national treasure. Waza. Waza, Waza, Waza. Waza, Waza. Rooney Shin. Okay, so we have a we have a four way tie with no tie break. So um, I'm I, I I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> kind of underestimated you all. I didn't think you would all do so well. Um, Tiebreaker. When's Duke's birthday? No, because that's not Nerd. fair. <laughs> it's really not fair, is it, Matt? Um, so uh, Dave, uh, Benji, Joe, and Nerd all on eight. No, so, I got nine. No, Dave, it's not all about you. Yeah, but I've genuinely got nine. You do, you're right, you win. Well done. I just wanted to banter you. Uh, Dave yeah. wins with nine. <laughs> ben, Joe and Matt on eight. And then Herb and Foxy on four points, lads. So, GG. Well done, David. Uh, it's difficult because you weren't well all showing here. But no, there you go. Well done. Well done, Dave. It was, good. Not it was a really good quiz, quiz. Yeah, it was, it was a great quiz. Good. Up the ticks. I'm going to enjoy editing that. Said nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you edit the pod. Who knew? Who knew? Normally it's just cut and paste shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, not this week. You fuck that. Cheers. <laughs> Happy hey, birthday hey, to me. I will say one thing though, nerd, right? You wanted this. You asked for I this quiz, okay? Yeah, but no Stephen Reed commentary. Not happy. Hey, not yet. Hey, 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 not yet. There's always next week, son. Better be. Anyway, happy birthday, <laughs> bud. Happy birthday to you too. Thanks, um, Although it's already been and gone. Yes. By the time this is out. Anyway, uh, I guess that brings the end to it all. Well done, Dave, for winning the quiz. And thank, uh, you. thank you very much to our two guests for giving us their opinions on their, their spearheaded, delightful event. 
I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the words off the off the cuff here. It's not gone well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so that brings uh, episode 141 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and Weestrom FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestromfm.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week, including previews and reviews of the Streamer Showdown and a highlights video presented by our very own Dave Azapardi. Lovely stuff. Uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most of the popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, gents. Goodbye, gents. Bye. 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 Bye.